Let's go to Oakland, California. Making Contacts fellow Rochelle Robinson brings us this story exploring how violence against women, especially women of color, is so pervasive that we're numbed into thinking it's nothing less than normal. While the homicide rate for black women has decreased over the years nationwide, in 2010, the rate was twice as high for black women than all female victims combined. In this story, the first voice you'll hear is Kimberly Smith and then Rochelle as they talk about their own brushes with death. I was in my 30s and I met a young man. I was about 19 when I also met a young man. And he picked me up and next thing I know he had a gun to my head. Before you knew it, we were married and a few months later, he was threatening my life with the gun. I ran for my life, he followed. The police, when they came to help, I thought, they just came asking me why was I in that place at that time. And I was trying to explain to them, I thought I was on a date and they kind of looked at me like I was a street walker. I made attempts to leave him, but he started threatening my family. There would be no official report of his physical and sexual violence. And I just didn't trust the police. I was too afraid to tell anyone what he'd been doing to me. So I hid my fear and his abuse while knowing it wouldn't end. I just felt my life didn't matter. So I got no assistance. They took no reports. They didn't pursue the man. Uh, three months later, he had murdered. The girl tried to fight back. She didn't get away like I did. That's Kimberly Smith. She and I have experienced life-threatening violence and have lived to tell it. I met Smith at a park in Oakland, California, and we were both drawn to the story of another young black woman whose experience was not so different from ours. Robertson, Kimberly Lachey, 23, was born September 1, 1990 at Parkland Hospital in Dallas, Texas. She departed this life on Saturday, April 5, 2014 in Oakland, California. That's from Kimberly Robertson's obituary. The night she died, the weather was typical for that time of year, about 46 degrees and dry. She left the local bar around 2 a.m. and while waiting for a bus home, witnesses say Robertson entered a red Toyota SUV. That same vehicle was later seen leaving the area where her body had been found by a bicyclist several hours later. She had been raped and beaten in the head. The man believed responsible has been arrested. Robertson's death was quietly dismissed by the media and community at large. It was a quotidian experience in the life of a black woman. We're totally omitted from the newspaper headlines. We're totally omitted from the murals, from the billboards, from the discussion entirely. That's Gabrielle Ray Travis. She's the outreach coordinator for her resilience. They're using art and activism to bring attention to violence against women in Oakland. They gave 12 artists wood panels to paint a mural of the likenesses of women who survived and those who died at the hands of violence. And this way, women like Kimberly Robertson become more than just Oakland's 26 homicide victim in 2014. One of my biggest hang-ups was Kimberly Robertson because she so inspired this mural. To know that she had been violated in that way, to know that she was a mother and that she came here not that long before, it really disturbed us. As the outreach coordinator, Travis set out to find women to represent in the mural, including contacting Kimberly Robertson's family. 
getting in touch with her family. And unfortunately, that was something we were never able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Travis spent countless hours combing through articles and leaving messages on survivor and domestic violence sites. It was just really hard because I really wanted her family to know that her her pain wasn't in vain and that suffering really transformed into something beautiful and eloquent for other people and that she was going to prompt this discussion. And it did for me. It got me thinking about how violence perpetrated against Black women brings no cause for alarm, primarily because, as a friend recently told me, no one is surprised by our deaths. No one is appalled by the physical and sexual abuse we receive, no matter who's behind it. There is nothing out of the ordinary about our victimization. Our bodies have been a place where harm and violence is inflicted, and we either survive or we don't. End of discussion. And as Travis says, we're the ones who take the blame. We love you know. to shame the victim because it prevents us from having to deal with the real problem, which is what are we doing as a society, as a community, as an individual to really combat this? And it's not going to be easy. I'm back with Kimberly Smith at the park for Community Paint Day. The sun provides plenty of light and warmth, and a large garden proudly displays an abundance of greens, lavender, and other plants and vegetables grown here. The park's booming with chatter and laughter from adults and children who come to add color to paint-by-number panels provided by her resilience artist. Each brushstroke is an act of love, a memory carefully spread across the wooden canvas. Smith occasionally visits the garden to get away, but on this beautiful Saturday afternoon, she's found something more than silence and solitude. She's found an artistic paradise for healing. When I was able to grab that brush and walk up to that, that, that outsketch of a woman, I was able to channel all of that energy from the abuse I've suffered and the black eyes I had to cover up and the police not believing that I was I was a woman and I just I was harmed and I wasn't a streetwalker, I wasn't a drug addict. And I was able to put it all through that brush and make a beautiful woman that I know is me. Because I love me. I love me some me too. And I'm ready to engage in a dialogue about how to end this seemingly routine and even acceptable practice of violence against black women. I'm hoping you will join me. From Oakland, California, I'm Rochelle Robinson for Making Contact.